Welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. Today's episode will be one of our weekly devotionals. These devotionals are typically shot live uh, via Facebook and have been condensed down into an audio version for this podcast. We hope you enjoy the practical biblical teaching you will hear and that you will learn how to better apply God's truth to your life. Good morning and welcome to the Wednesday morning devotional with Pastor White. You had to think of what day it was, didn't you? I did. Uh, Wednesday morning. I did. Saw that little hesitation there. I was like, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, <laughs> Thursday, I have no idea anymore. <laughs> Especially with Memorial Day. I know. Yeah. Hey, Memorial Day snuck up on me this year. Yeah. It seemed like I, I just didn't even see it coming or whatever, and then it was kind of like Saturday, somebody was like, yeah, Monday's Memorial Day. I was like... Are you serious? It was a beautiful day. Oh my goodness. Hope you all enjoyed the day and were able to spend some time with your family. I know that we were. We had everyone over the house on Sunday afternoon. Uh, that wore me out. And then uh, Monday we had a few of the family over. Nice. A lot of our family went other places and we did the traditional picnic. Uh, Grandma came over and uh, some other kids came over and we did some brats on the grill and uh, baked beans. Mm. All the trimmings, you know. I tell you what, Mr. Kronbach, uh, my father-in-law, we went over to his house, and he has a smoker. Man, he told him he's got to quit smoking. I mean, he's, it's, it's, come on. He smoked up some chicken breasts, and um, I tell you what, we were sitting there eating smoked chicken with homemade barbecue sauce, and afterwards we had apple pie. With vanilla ice cream oh, and man, coffee. You, you outdid us, that's for sure. I told him, I'm like, you don't get more American than that. Sitting on the back deck underneath some trees it, on an 85 degree we day. We sat on our back deck. <laughs> but it, like, it cooled down. I think it was about a quarter to seven or something when we ate our evening meal. And it had cooled down and it was really nice outside. It was shaded there. so We had the fire crackling in the back. So we didn't sit around the fire because we were too hot. But the smell, just the smell of the campfire and I was just I was just you know there I said there's times where I'm like in the <coughs> Philippines or, or somewhere like that and I'm sitting around and we're eating and I'm like man this is just like what you would see on like a movie or a TV show how like authentic this is and I told them I'm like if a Filipino were here and they were eating this they would say man this is just everything I imagined it would be to be in America <laughs> well I heard Matt has that smoking down, so I'm going to have to try. I'm telling you. He's going to have to invite me over. Matt, if you're listening, you need to invite me over here. I, I tell you what, that chicken was superb. So he has, he's, uh, he's definitely honing in on the, on the thing. Malia Westheimer, first one. Bang. She, she was on there. Cheryl Grabowski was literally a split second behind her. Cheryl, come on now. She was a split second behind Malia. Samantha, so. Samantha's in third place here today. Yep. Hi, Judy. Judy, fourth. Hi, Betty. Got Betty on there. Debbie. Doug. Doug, Doug Faithful Raby. Doug Raby. Yep, we've been praying for him. Beth Faith, Barb Lupton, Malachi Avery's on. Uh, Mr. Pierce, good morning. Hey, we just were talking about you. We just, just gave Ben that information. You sent me, so Pass there it, it along. is. Pass it along. Ella Forner, Margaret Avery, Mrs. Walsh is on. 
and uh, great to have everybody here this morning. <coughs> All right, let's go. Excuse me. Still got that cough going on. Let's get into it. Ephesians chapter 5. Your Bible should just kind of flop mm -hmm. open to Ephesians chapter 5 now. We've been in it. I think this is going on the third week. We've been a little interrupted with some things here, but uh, we're in this series on knowing the will of God for your life. Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verse 15 through 17. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. We have really been dissecting uh, those three verses and trying to just draw as much out of it as we possibly can with the help of the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to ask the Lord to meet with us today. Thank you for all your comments. Uh, I've received a lot of uh, emails uh, thanking us for the devotional time, and we truly enjoy uh, bringing this to you. We wish we could uh, see your face, yeah. Uh, but thank you for your, your comments, and uh, it does seem like the Lord is really using this devotional time in all of our lives. So Ben, lead us in a word of prayer. We'll get into it. Dear Lord, thank you for this day, this uh, Wednesday morning. Thank you for the great week we've had so far. Uh, Lord, I just pray that you will continue to speak to our hearts this morning as we continue to understand more about your will. Amen. Amen. Before I forget, you mentioned uh, the bonfire. Mm. Well, we are having uh, the young couples get together at our home. Uh, most of our young couples have not seen our new place, and so Friday... This Friday? Friday. At? On, um, I don't know, 6 o'clock probably. All right. I don't know. I'm sure well, they're going to... that's what it is now. I'm sure you're going to get a notice uh, <laughs> on uh, Facebook... <coughs> about it, but uh, we're looking forward to having all the young couples over to the house, and we got a big, big bonfire here ready to go. Guess the weather's going to start cooling down. Yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Boy, if anybody didn't know, it's summer. <laughs> well, since we moved into our home, we had to put we, we had to put uh, a filtration system in for mom, and we have had trouble with our furnace and with our air conditioning system ever since putting this in. Really? Yep. Three times we've had the HC guy out. He came out again yesterday, said, hey, I got everything working, and the house was nice and cool. I mean, it's nice and cool. And then uh, uh, last night it dropped down to 68 degrees. We had it set at about 73, and it's at, 63, it's at 68 degrees, and the, the, the air conditioner is still running. It won't turn off. Mm. So we turned off all of the uh, thermostats, and you know what the temperature was this morning? What? 63. Oh my goodness. 63 degrees upstairs. That is frigid. You know, you know Alyssa, she lives, a, it was 59 degrees oh, in the basement. my word. The windows were all, <laughs> all steamed and fogged up because oh. it was so cold inside. And we're like, what is going on with this thing? That is cold. So I had to send him a, I had to send him a text again and say, whatever you did, it didn't fix the problem. So that. now we went from being too hot. Now we went to being too cold. The middle so. of summer and his pipes, <coughs> pipes are freezing. Crazy. Well, I mean, I shouldn't have gotten into that. All right. So this this Friday. Yeah, young, this Friday. Young Couples Fellowship out at Pastors, 6 o'clock, unless I, Isaac and Don tell I, you I think it's probably 6. I think it is. Okay. All right. Uh, does God have a will for your life? Yes, he does. Does he have a planned purpose for your life? Yes, he does. What is the will of God? Is his deliberate, his deliberate design and desire and purpose for your life. We talked how important it is to live 
right in the center of God's will. Of course, to do that, you have to know it. We talked about the call of salvation, the call of separation, the call of sanctification, and the call of surrender, and how important it is to respond to those calls in obedience. Remember, here on Sunday, we're into this series on what is really important in life, and Solomon said, fear God, keep his commandments. I mean... You can't boil it down you know, any more than that when it comes to discerning the will of God. Just fear God. <coughs> fear God is the fear of getting out of his will and the consequences of that. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of men. So then we begin to look at 20 methods that God uses. We take these as a bundle. We don't just separate one, but we take them all together. And so we're going to go through them here real quickly. We get our heart in a condition that it has no will of its own. Number two, we clear our heart of any known sin and wrong motives that may be there. Number three, we search the scriptures. Number four, uh, we look at the experiences of life and some of the mistakes that perhaps we have made or some of the right decisions that we've made to help us discern what is the will of God. We talked about uh, godly counsel, especially from <coughs> older, mature believers. Excuse me, we talked about uh, uh, friends, godly friends, and how godly friends can speak into your life. Iron sharpens iron. Talked about sermons. Talked about circumstances, the open and the closed doors. We talked about using some common sense when it comes to discerning the will of God. We talked about the cautions of the Holy Spirit. We talked about government, how God can use government to lead, guide, and direct. They are the ministers of God to thee for good. Talked about how parents... Uh, can help guide their children into God's will for their life. Husbands and wives, that was number 13. We talked about uh, not being stubborn. We got stuck on that one, stuck on stubborn. Uh, number 14, we talked about uh, exercising patience. And number 15, not running ahead of the Lord. And then where we left off <coughs> last time, excuse me, was, uh, was not giving into pressure. People trying to pressure you to make a decision instead mm. of just waiting on the Lord and, uh, and, and finding out what His will is, not necessarily what someone else wants you to do or is trying to pressure you to do. So that brings us to number 17. We're going to try to get through all these today. No, we are going to get through all these today. I glance up at the clock, okay? Number 17 is prayer. Mm. Be persistent in prayer. One of the things my wife always says to me when we have a decision to make, she says, Dan, have you prayed about it? Mm. She is a good Holy Spirit. You know that? Mm. Yeah. Have you prayed about it? And this is something that I know we all know we should pray about things. And a lot of times we say, oh, yes, I've prayed about it. We probably just thought about it. <laughs> you know, we really didn't take it to the Lord in serious prayer. Uh, but here, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without Ceasing. What does that mean to you, Ben? I'm going to put you on the spot here. Pray without ceasing. That's hard to even process. Well, uh, I can't remember a lot of times in my life where I have <coughs> a period of praying without ceasing, but, you know, um, from my understanding of that verse, it's just that state of uh, just constant prayer where you're meditating the, just, just throughout the day as you... As you go about things, it's just like, Lord, is this what you want me to do? And you just have that God-conscious um, um, mindset, and you're just, you're just, you're not really like setting aside. Hey, this is my 15 minutes, 10 minutes in the morning to pray. Mm -hmm. It's just all day long. Like, Lord, is this really wise? And just kind of as you just 
go throughout the day just really meditating on the Lord and just, you know, talking to Him throughout the day. Yeah, prayer is communication. Yeah. Uh, this morning, we have a huge yard now. It takes forever to mow our yard. And even though I purchased a zero turn, it still takes forever <clears throat> to mow this yard. It's huge. And so I did half of it yesterday. wanted to get out there this morning, so I was out early mowing the lawn this morning. And one thing about mowing the lawn, that just, mm, of the motor, you know, uh, just kind of blocks everything out. And honestly, it comes it becomes a time, Ben, where I spend in meditation and prayer. And I can't tell you how many things were rolling through my mind and my heart. And I was just talking to the Lord about all of these things. And God was bringing up some things from a long time ago. Mm. Um, and I was dealing with those between myself and the Lord. Um, some deep hurts. Mm. Uh, that I didn't even realize we're still there that the Lord brought out this morning. I had to really look at my heart mm. and, and say, you know, am I bitter at all over some of those hurts that mm. I experienced? I mean, I had, literally, I had a couple hours this morning mowing the yard, just a great, great time with the Lord and the Lord speaking to me. So I think that that's critically important and it's something that, I'm saying mowing the lawn, but, you know, it's... Being out on the hammock or taking a walk in the woods or um, finding a solid, a, a secret, you know, that, that private prayer closet. Uh, is, is there a place that maybe you go or something that you do? I mean, we have our office. My office is really where. Yeah. That was so hard for me when we moved from our uh, old house to our new house. Because of my office at my old house, this place I've met with God for a long mm. time. That was a special place to me. And so to clean that out and to move into a new office was like, am I going to have the connection with God mm. that I had in my old office? And for the Lord now to continue to be speaking to me, even though I have a new place, uh, has been such a blessing yeah. uh, to me. But, uh, of course, we have not everyone has an office and blessed like we are to have our office but is there any special place you like to go yeah i think it's cool to have a, a special place um i know that you know i listen to podcasts and like some preachers talk just talk about their special chair that they have and it's just it's special to them because it's the the lord spoke to them so much oh, yeah. through the time sitting in that chair uh for me it's my couch it's my sofa here in my office uh it's where i come every morning and i sit right there and um, what I do is, is a little bit different and a little unique. I think everybody just has to find their own rhythm of what they do. But I actually plug in my headphones as soon as I get in here because my office is in my house. And in case you didn't know, I have three little kids. And uh, they can make quite a ruckus. So I actually plug my headphones in and I turn on a fan app mm. where it's just white noise. I sleep with that on my phone. Yeah. So I, have to, I turn that on so I can't hear anything. And it really... Um, and so what I'll do is I'll sit there, I'll have my devotions, but then what I like to do is just, you know, I, I even have on my laptop, this is just a pro tip, I even have this thing called cold turkey, and what I do is I turn it on and it blocks all um, distracting websites, your email, it just blocks hmm. everything that you would be tempted, you know, to What's like it cold turkey. So it's just about like getting just cold turkey or going without stuff. Because I still, I use my Bible and stuff on my laptop. So I, I can put everything that's distracted on there. I turn it on so I'm not tempted to get on things. I, I still use the old-fashioned Bible. Yeah, I know. Hey, millennials, right? <laughs> uh, I set my phone in a place where I can't reach it. Uh, so I'm not tempted to grab that. And then 
I'm mm. ready to just really meditate. And um, yeah, it's just it, really, it's just sitting through those times where it, it's just, and, and, and listen, there's studies that have gone into this about, and they call the world calls it just meditation, like, you know, just sitting there and letting your mind quiet. But the Bible talks all about meditation. So it's not this secular, uh, ooky spooky type of thing. This is a very biblical thing is to just quiet yourself. Don't be distracted and just let your mind just meditate on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And God will bring things to your mind. He brings things to your heart. And the key is not to be distracted. We're in such a distracted society. So for me, I really I have to take a lot of steps to keep myself from being distracted by the kids, by technology. And then it's, it's those times where the Lord just starts bringing things to my mind. Even that's the way I study as well. So then, you know, once my heart is quieted and the distractions are gone... Then as I'm reading through scripture and as I'm studying through it, God just starts bringing things to my mind and my heart. But yeah, I think that's super important. I think the way that we all pray is different. You will pray in a different manner in which I pray. I that's, believe so. And me- that meditation that you're talking about, that is a, that is a part of prayer. And you, you've heard me exhort you in this area before. Meditation is meditating upon God's word. It's not just opening your mind to whatever... And Satan will fill it. You open it, Satan will fill it. Uh, but just opening your heart and your mind and just focusing and meditating on the principles of Scripture. I know some guys have like an hour drive to work, and that's their time. They just, they just, they're on the road, and their, their mind is just meditating. And, you know, you, you drive back and forth to work every day. You could do it with your in your sleep. Mm-hmm. So they just use that because they're not distracted by trying to do things because they're just, you know, that's their rhythm. And they just use that. And I remember doing that when I had a long drive to work. You just sit there and the Lord just, you know, sometimes you're just meditating on the things of the Lord while you're driving. And then all of a sudden you're at work. You're like, wow, man, that was, that was fast. I, don't, I hardly remember driving here. It's because you're I think there, I think there's some good music that you can meditate to. But to have the scriptures playing, mm. you know, and to make that, that time, that drive, just, just think of every day in that half hour drive or 45 minute drive or hour drive that you have if you were just listening to scripture mm. and then maybe every so often listen to good godly music just just think how you could meditate and then god will prompt you to pray as you're listening to this uh, uh, music as you're listening to uh, the scriptures god will prompt you and one thing we can know that we're praying in the center of god's will when you're praying the scriptures mm. back to the lord you can be assured of that there's a great app out there called dwell um, and that app is a bible listening app it's phenomenal been just a huge asset to me so i would get on there download dwell uh, and uh, they got like um different types of music you can listen to it underneath the the reading and they have very professional that they've hired very professional people to read the scripture so that's just a let me recommend that to you i love my dwell bible reading app because like like you said when i'm mowing the lawn i like to take time to meditate and then once i'm i kind of feel like okay i'm you know i'm ready to do it i, I like to flip over to dwell and then start to like just listen to the scriptures and it's just super enjoyable so pro, right. pro tip i mean i have like four and a half five hours more. yeah you got way longer than i got uh, mowing my lawn <coughs> a lot of time there so let's use our time wisely you know redeeming the time that's part of this passage here redeeming the time making the most of your time 
because the days are evil. There's, there's so much going on in the day that will eat up your time. So when you got that time, multitask. I actually even like, so like I have to, let's say I'm working on a project and I have to run back and forth to Menards. I actually factor into my brain, it takes about 13 minutes to get there, 13 minutes back. I can listen to one message um, on the way there and back, you know, like... Um, like my messages? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who am I listening to right now? Um, <laughs> I can't remember. He has a great voice, baritone. That's my message. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You're, you're, That's right. It you're, was, you're nailing it. It was pastor. That's, <laughs> yeah, because I can listen to his message in, uh, you know, two 13-minute drives. Yeah, two 13-minute This is four. actually the message that I preached in one Sunday, and we've been on it three weeks now. Yeah. That's, All right. that's how I do. We got to jump off this prayer thing, okay? But let's, it's so good. Let's it's get, so important. It is so important. It really. Every one of these is so important when it comes to discerning God's will for your life. Mm. Let, let's go to number 18 here. And yeah, we won't go any further than that today. So we'll have to finish up Friday. And then, Lord willing, Monday we'll talk about um, how do we know that we're in the will of God. Mm. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to get there on Monday. But number 18 is, has God given you a peace mm. about the decision that you're about to make? Has God given you a peace? We all know the verse, Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Has God given you a piece. Now, notice, Ben, why don't you read right there under my note what I just put there. Where? Right there. Must be honest with yourself and others about this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People say, well, I really have a piece about this. Yeah. And you're like, uh... There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> you just are questioning because yeah. you see some biblical violation here. Uh, you see that this doesn't fall into biblical principle, and yet they're saying, well, I really have a piece about that. I, I don't think we're as honest as we need to be on this one, because a lot of times we already have our mindset. Remember we talked about that, what we want to do, yeah. or what we want to have, or where we want to go, or how we want to accomplish, whatever it is. And so when someone says, well, has God given you a piece? Oh, yeah, I have a piece about this. And I think a lot of times we're just not honest. Yeah. Or, or I think we just trick ourselves because <coughs> I've done that. You know, I just convince myself this is because I want to do it so bad and I want it so bad. I just convince myself of it. So it's sometimes it's, it's a slight honesty because maybe at the beginning you didn't have a piece, but you've just convinced yourself of it by telling yourself over and over again, this is good for me. This is what I need. Mm. This should be done. And you just convince yourself of it. And, and I've seen so many people do that. And you, you're pretty much just lying to yourself. I think if we tell ourselves something long enough over and over again, we'll believe it. You know, so. And I guess I would ask all of you, you know, just to stop and think for a minute. Was there ever a time that you said, yeah, I had a real peace about that. But later you realized that hmm. that really wasn't a decision that was in the center of God's will. You know, it, and can Satan give you a false peace? Hmm. What do you think? Oh, Absolutely. I think so. Yeah, I do too. I do too. So a lot of these we really have to be careful with, um, handle them properly, and be really honest with ourselves about it. So two we're looking at today is to be persistent in prayer. Pray without ceasing. I thought that was a good comment you made there. What does that mean? 
and then see has God real has God really given you a peace? So the big question the is: Do you pray? Do you make prayer a daily habit? Do you actually pray about things, or do you think about things? I think that's you said that. I think that's a big deal. I think a lot of us say we prayed about it, but all we actually did was think, yeah, I actually think I do want to do that. Or you think, yeah, actually, I don't think I, I, I want to do that. But you didn't actually spend time. You're communicating with yourself. You're communicating with yourself. <laughs> you literally just thought about it. You're or, praying to yourself. <laughs> how many times have you said, hey, I got to pray about that. But what you actually mean is I'm going to think about it for a minute and then let you know because <laughs> I just don't want to make the decision right now. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Actually pray about it. Like, take it before God. Or someone asks you, you know, hey, have you prayed about that? And like you said, no, you've just really, yeah, I prayed about it, but you really just thought about it. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I, I, I emphasize that because I've done that. Okay, so. I'm sure we all have. Actually pray about it. And then that piece. Do you, are you honest with yourself? I think that's a big deal. Now, we're going to be kind of talking about that tonight in our. The Beatitudes. The Beatitudes sessions is a big key. Actually, I think that might be next week's lesson. But a big key is to just be honest with ourselves. Be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself and just ask yourself real evaluation questions. And I think that's such a key to growth and becoming what God has for you to be is just being honest with yourself. What does the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy? Here it is. And to walk humbly with thy God. Heavenly Father, thank you for what we have learned again today. I know we all knew these things. We all know that we should be much more persistent in prayer than we are and that we should really discern whether the peace that we have is something that we've just conjured up in our own heart and mind or if it's a, a peace that passeth all understanding that, that you said you would give that would keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So thank you for the principles of Scripture. We look forward to wrapping this up on uh, Friday and then uh, next Monday uh, looking at how do we know that we have made a decision in the center of your will. Uh, we look forward to the young couples getting together on Friday night and then uh, back to the Lord's Day on Sunday. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Let me uh, say something before we go so no one else has to send me a text. Yes, I forgot to dismiss by Rose on Sunday. Oops. Did you know I did that? Um, did you realize? I didn't because we were the last row, so we're always the first ones out. So. <laughs> Phil Ferraro, good to have him on today. He's just uh, wanted to make a comment about the praying in the vehicle. He said it was one of my favorite times in the vehicle because he drove about 45 minutes back and forth to work. Jennifer Greenwood, if you're still listening, let me know. Send me a text. Let me know what's going on in your life. It's good to... See, you've been tuning in. Yep. Uh, Cindy Carlson was on, giving us a wave. Debbie Kronbach. Great to have everybody. Uh, Vera Strofe. Hey, Grandma. Love you, Grandma. So, great to have everybody on today. Thank Bye -bye. you. Hey, we'll see you tonight. 7 o'clock, continuing on in the Beatitudes. I'm telling you. Get your attitude right. I have been loving <coughs> Beatitudes, studying through this. Uh, I was studying through another one of the Beatitudes yesterday morning, or well, from morning into afternoon, actually. I got done about 12.30, 1 o'clock. Uh, but there is so much. There's so, you know, the scriptures is like 
not to steal the phrase, but the scriptures is like an onion. <laughs> Everything, it's like you can just keep peeling back layer upon layer of what Jesus said, the depth, the, the I mean, there's just so much there. And uh, I think you'll enjoy tonight as we dive into the first beatitude. Last week we talked about as Jesus went up into the mountain and was with his disciples and just the powerful truth of how Jesus really uh, geared in on taking time to disciple his disciples. It wasn't just all giving himself away to other people, but he chose a small group of people, made that an effort to invest in them and to teach them how to invest in others. And the truth that we drew from there, the, the speed of discipleship and how we can do so much more if we just concentrate on a few people and disciple them to uh, focus on others, but now we're going to be jumping into the Beatitudes. Man, I'm Tanya, you, you're going to enjoy it. So we'll be in the Beatitudes. We'll be taking one a week until we're, we uh, finish with them, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it. So I'm looking forward to tonight. I got one more thing I want to say. Yes. While you were talking, um, this song just popped in my mind, and I don't know. Maybe you know who "My Quiet Time Alone" gives me power to obey. My Ron quiet, Hamilton. Ron Hamilton song. Yeah. My quiet time alone with God each day. Okay, that's a good song. Look, look it up and listen to it. That is. All right, bye-bye. See you guys. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org, where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you can see what's happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.